everybody, and welcome to the Psychic Tea Radio Hour. Now, what we are doing today is crystals and Reiki for the third eye chakra balancing. And, of course, I have Sarah with me. Hey, Sarah. Hey, T. How you doing, girl? <laughs> I'm doing better. Still got these crazy headaches. And, you know, a lot of times I think that I have, well, I know that I have so many headaches because I keep my third eye chakra open all of the time. And... I think that's really a huge reason why I have a lot of headaches. You know, even though I do the lapis and I do everything, I keep these incredible headaches constantly. But I told Sarah, I said, we're doing third eye shockers today. I don't know nothing about the third eye. but <laughs> Yeah, she, she clearly, she's, she doesn't have it down. She's just written her own crystal book and stuff. I know. How would I know this stuff? No, I don't. <laughs> but the third eye chakra. I was I was telling this to somebody in a um, in a in my class because I you know I teach classes. I know y'all didn't know that, right? But I teach these classes, and I was telling somebody about um, the third eye and the crown chakra, and um, I was telling them that. The, the, you can look at it like this. You know, when I do classes, I do it like in layman terms because even I can't understand all that stuff that other people try to teach about chakras. I'm like, what? But, so I don't, you know, so, but I do it in, in layman's terms. And I say, think of your crown chakra, which is on the top of your head, and your third eye chakra, which is in the middle of your forehead, as a TV with an antenna. Without the antenna, the, the TV's not clear. But with the antenna and no TV, it doesn't make sense. So your third eye chakra is your TV. That's where you're going to see the picture. And then your crown chakra is the antenna from which you get your information. So one works with the other, and they, they work together. So I always use my fluorite, which I talked about in our last show for the crown chakra, because it has that, that clear in it and that white in it that works with the crown chakra too. So before I do any of the shows, what I like to do is I like to close my eyes and pretend like everything around me, including myself, goes completely black. And then I do like a little push light, and I push on my crown chakra, and I push on my third eye chakra to let my crown chakra open and my third eye chakra open. And since I'm doing a radio show, I'll push on my throat chakra to let that open too. And now here I am. I have my antenna. I have my TV on, and then I have my, my speech on so I can tell you everything that I'm seeing. So, Sarah, tell me a little bit about how you prepare and how you get your third eye going. Well, doing a lot of Reiki, I'm, I'm a big fan of moving energy, right? And so what I do is I imagine that my crown opens on the top of my head like a like a flower that's been a bulb and now it's blooming and it's it's like spreading really wide and just opening to the rays of sunshine except we're not opening the rays of sunshine we're opening to that universal guidance and then I do the same thing with my third eye I just imagine it blooming like a big beautiful flower and opening really really wide so that information can travel easily through and that I can easily get the information. And I'll also drop it down, bring the energy in and drop it down also into my throat and allow my throat to bloom and clear out any kind of sore throat or any kind of itchies or scratchies. Uh, I don't know if, if a lot of the listeners out there will notice that their throat will kind of get itchy and stuff and normally it's just moving that energy through. So that's that's my 
big technique, I would say, for doing it is just kind of allowing everything to flow so that those pictures can come in. I love that. I never even really thought of that, um, but I love the way that, again, using your third eye chakra, you can imagine and use imagery to, like, move energy and and open different chakras, and, and that's another thing I tell people, you know, you just, you have to close your eyes and imagine those those lights beaming, or, or like you said, a flower blooming. How cool is that? I never even thought of that. So that's another really cool way. So I always talk about the fluorite. Tell me what stones you like. Uh, well, I heard you say lapis earlier, and for me, lapis lazuli is, is like a really, really intense stone. It's almost like um, like instantly running a marathon for me and <laughs> for my intuition. And I've noticed that if I sleep with lapis around my pillow or whatnot, that I have like really intense dreams. I get really intense visions, and, and things are like super intense for me. And so... Um, if if I want that, I'll use lapis. If I if I need to hit the ground running, I'll use lapis. But I also use a couple other stones that aren't as like hit the ground running. Um, my favorite is probably azurite, and that's a it's a beautiful stone, absolutely beautiful. And what it does is not only does it cleanse the third eye, but it also just kind of clears your your perspective and allows you into this nice deep meditative state so that you can receive the information because a lot of us are are really open but we're not exactly dialed in on like the correct receiving radio line so to speak uh, i also love electric blue obsidian uh, that one helps me get into a really big trance state and it kind of balances everything it's I, I always think of obsidian because I use black obsidian a lot for protection stones. And so I always think of obsidian as like kind of an intense stone. But this blue obsidian has a wonderful, wonderful um, vibration to it. And it's, it just kind of drops you in nice and slow and then you're there. And it keeps you there for a very long time. What about you, T? Well, and again, I always use my floor. I, I, I have one now in my hand, of course. Why wouldn't I? But, um, I, you know, lapis for me, I, I look at more as a throat chakra stone. But the crazy thing is, is that I do hear a lot of people, especially healers, talk about um, using it as a third eye stone. And I never have. Mm -hmm. It's the same with labradorite. You know, I'd never use labradorite as a third eye, even though it's considered a strong third eye chakra stone. But because it's got that blue flash, I'll always uh -huh. associate it with, like, the throat chakra. But I know uh -huh. that um, lapis is great with meditating because it's supposed to bring, like, your vision, like, clear visions and things like that. But I really love the fluorite, and I think this is why. Because in case a lot of people you didn't know, I'm really highly intelligent. I, like, scored really, really – I have, like, a really huge high IQ, and I have a son who's, like, a genius. He's 15 and starting college. So, <laughs> so I'm, like, nice. I, I, I think – I think because the fluorite is known as the genius stone, I think I'm mm -hmm. attracted to it, and it, it really does help increase my concentration. It helps in every decision that I make, and I feel like when I use it, I get a much clearer vision of what I'm trying to see. When I, anytime I pick up lapis, it's usually because I have a migraine, because lapises are excellent for migraines, and that's usually 
when I'll pick it up and use it. But, like, Labradorite, and I know everybody's going to say, but I love Labradorite, and I always use that as my third eye chakra, and I'm not telling you not to. <laughs> I'm just saying, for me, it doesn't work. It doesn't do what it's supposed mm-hmm. to do for me. And so I have to go to another stone. And, and the last show we did, Sarah was talking about um, – you need to choose a stone that calls to you. And I'm going to have her talk about that this time for everybody that didn't catch the first show because I think it's really important that just because the fluoride works for me doesn't mean it works for you. So if you could elaborate on that a little bit, Sarah, for our listeners this week for the third eye, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. Well, so each of us, we're, we're all different. We all have our gifts, right, and they all have a little bit of a different flavor to them. And so it's really, really important to find a stone that works directly with your energy and works directly with your vibration. Uh, And so talk to your stones. Go into a shop that has a ton of different stones and just put your hand over them and feel them and feel what they feel like to you. Because just as T and I were talking, I said lapis you know, it, it like jets me in really fast and really intense and I don't really like that unless I absolutely need it. I, I like to drop into things nice and smooth and have more of like an even keel, whereas for T, the lapis works fantastic for her. And so you'll find that that you might be a, a wonderful, intuitive, and gifted healer and you might have someone really close to you that's a wonderful, intuitive, and different healer, but you both resonate completely different with different stones, which is totally fine because each stone calls to us and the different stones call to us and we utilize them for different phases in our lives as well. And so it's go with what feels right. Go with what feels good. Don't don't just go with amethyst because everyone says they love amethyst. Because for me, amethyst doesn't do anything for me. And the Labradorite, I've, I've never used that as a third eye stone either, but I really like that for dreams. And so I'll just sometimes put it under my pillow every now and then if I need help um, with dreams or, or feeling safe in my dreams at night. Um, so go with what works for you is, is the best advice that I can give. Yeah, really good advice because, you know, like I said, you know, amethyst doesn't work for me either, although I do have a lot of people that I talk to that do use amethyst, and it works perfect for them, but I, I couldn't use it. It does, it just doesn't – I think because of the abilities that I have, I, need, I always need my crown chakra and my third eye working together, and I think the amethyst just doesn't open my crown as well. And who wants to walk around with a pocket full of rocks? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, Good Lord, you know, we women are wearing these tight skirts. I mean, where would we put them in our, I know we could put them in our bra, but who wants to look lumpy, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I always, you know. I always do, like, the fluorite earrings or I'll do, like, a fluorite hairbread or, you know. Well, I'm lucky because I can make my own jewelry. So if I'm going out, I'll be like, well, here, just let me make something real quick. <laughs> you, <Yeah>. know? <laughs> you know? So See, I have, you I know? have my purse full of rocks. So if, if, if you ever, like, run into me, I'll be open and be like, Sarah, what's in your purse? And I'll open it in the bottom of it. We'll just have all kinds of stones everywhere. <laughs> Another reason why Sarah never gets mugged. <laughs> yeah. People like, yeah. <laughs> are like, I don't want this. I chuck my obsidian at him, peg him yeah, in the eyeball. 
<laughs> there you go. But, you know, a lot of people use different stones. I know some people that use kyanite. I know some people that use, um, you know, like, of course, the amethyst or the chariot or, you know, just whatever. Some people use green stones. So it's just whatever you feel like is working for you. Because I have found in the jewelry making that I do that, a lot of the stones I use, I pair them with other stones for certain reasons, and it changes the use of the stone, believe it or not. So now the stone mm-hmm. does this, but now it's so well with this, now it's doing this. So you really have to go in and, and do what works for you. You know, I wrote this book called Common Sense Crystals for the Everyday Shocker. You can find it on my website. And it talks about, you know, all the different stones and how you can store them and use them and, and what they're good for. And it's kind of like a beginner's guide. So if you're, like, really deep into it, it probably wouldn't do anything for you because you're probably like, I know all this stuff. Well, it wasn't for you, okay? So, <laughs> so it was just You'll have to get an advanced version going, haunty. Yeah, I almost have that done. Good it's funny you said that. It's funny you said that because I almost have that one done, my next one. And so, um, yeah, it's 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 a really good book. And, of course, the book was dedicated to Sarah, so now you have to get it. You, you totally <laughs> Thank have to you. Get it. <laughs> it says so right on the front page. But, um, but, okay, so let's talk about, you know, people that, feel like that their third eye is struggling no matter what stone they use. Okay, well, what I like to do when I feel like I can't get a clear vision and I've got my chakra open and I've got my stone in my hand and I'm still sitting here and I cannot get those clear visions. Well, what I like to do is do some self-reiki. You do not have to go to a reiki master. Sarah, don't smack me. You do not have to go to a reiki master to get reiki done. Everybody has the ability and the tools when they came here to live through this life. Some people just need help opening that or realizing that. And I'm, I'm helping you realize this today. You can do self-reiki on yourself. What you do is you take that crystal that called to you, that crystal that you love for your third eye chakra, and you close your eyes. First thing you want to do is close your eyes. Now, I always picture myself going dark. I picture, I close my eyes and I picture, I'm looking at my body full of color, and then I picture that everything went dark. Sometimes it's hard for me to get my mind right because, you know, i got the psychic ADHD. I can't, you know, focus. So what I'll do is I'll <laughs> on each on each one like a light, and I'll imagine that light going out. So then is what I'll do is I'll put that crystal on my forehead or any this works on any chakra or with any stone actually, but put that put that third eye chakra that stone that you love so much on your third eye chakra, which is located right in the middle of your forehead, and you close your eyes, and you imagine that purple light beaming out through that crystal, through your head, through that crystal, and out, and and then you hold it there for five minutes, and I want you to breathe in that purple light and then breathe out the dark or breathe out any problems, any worries, anything you feel like is keeping you or blocking you, and then breathe in that purple light and breathe out and do that for a full five minutes. And when you wake up, you will find that your third eye chakra has been stimulated, activated, and ready to go. What do you think about that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's perfect, and that that goes with the the energy running that you know, if you're blossoming the top of your head, you're blossoming your third eye, you're blossoming your throat. Just allowing that energy to push through and push any gunk out is perfect. Is totally perfect, and I have to I have to admit that 
um, I, I have many, many different ways to to unclear myself when I'm getting some psychic ADHD. But the, the funniest way that I had was um, one night I was I was sitting and I was just having a total block, total block. And I finally asked guidance. I said, "What am I going to do?" Because I started to get anxious and and you know I didn't I don't want to be left without an answer. And guidance told me just laugh just laugh and so here I am sitting in my room in the middle of the night making myself laugh like ha 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 and pretty soon I was I was just hysterical right I, I mean I was laughing so hard and when I came back to center I was completely clear my vibration was really really high from all that laughter and the information just flowed through instantly Now, you talked earlier about the black obsidian, and sometimes when we talk about protection stones, people get confused about when they should use them or really what they're used for. And sometimes when we open that third eye chakra and we are allowing visions to come and spirit to speak and things like that, we basically open the door to the other side. And sometimes other things come in. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. what we do is we have protection stones that could be like obsidian, onyx, uh, hematite, even red jasper. Um, and we have these stones that can help us from having those negative entities come in. But I have to tell you, they hinder me, and I can only use them when I'm done. And I don't, I'm not sure how Sarah uses them, and each person will use them different. But me, I can't be grounded in my lower chakras in any way, shape, or form when I'm doing a reading. And I think that's why a lot of times I do have, like, the nightmares and the bad dreams and things because I do have to leave myself unguarded for so long while I do readings because um, I need spirit to come in really strong and I need to hear everything accurately. And I pride myself on getting names and numbers and accurate readings. And, and you know, especially with missing people, it's so important that I get the correct you know, the correct vision or I get the correct information. And so I don't ground myself at all. I don't ground myself. I just open that crown chakra, that third eye chakra, and that throat chakra, and I go to town. Well, that's not for everybody. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not for everybody because yes. if you're inexperienced and you're just starting out and you don't have that control over your body and, and everything that comes in or how to shake it off, you really need to use a protection stone. So since I told you how I do it my way, I'm sure Sarah does it a different way. So how do you ground yourself and protect yourself while you're doing vision work? Uh, so I actually wear an obsidian 24-7. And my, my energy system has gotten so used to it that it's kind of like my partner. Uh, we, we work, you know, in a cohesive manner with each other. Uh, I also wear hematite earrings to keep me grounded, and that's because I I will float everywhere all day, every day, if I don't have stuff assisting me in being grounded. Um, I've also experienced immense psychic attack before, and so I do enjoy having a little bit of extra security, so to speak, with wearing my hematite earrings and my obsidian pendant. Uh, with that being said, they will 
they will keep you more grounded, which sometimes it's harder to get up and get that information from spirit. So what I find I have to do is I have to kind of float up out of my body, imagine myself actually like floating up towards the sky a little bit higher to gain that information. And if I want to be really, really clear and if I feel like I'm being blocked, then I will take all of that stuff off of my person and just set it aside and and allow myself to do a read, not necessarily without being protected because I always set energetic protection as well, not just with the assistance of stones, but I kind of put the stones aside because I know that they're grounding me a ton. Okay. Yeah, and see, and then I'm I'm like I'm like polar opposite. I if I even wear a black stone, I, it's like I've turned. It's like I've I've changed the channel to a to a channel that my cable company doesn't get. And now it's like it's like real weird that I could barely see, and so I have to remove them all from me. But at the end of the night, when I'm done doing all the readings and I'm and I'm done and I'm ready to close myself off and just have a whatever you want to call a normal life because I don't think I've ever had a normal life. But <laughs> I what I do I know right. So what I do is I I light some white sage incense that I actually make and. Um, I light that and I kind of cleanse all my space and I'll run my I'll run my fluorite through it and um, I'll light a white candle and I'll say a blessing and then I'll um, close my eyes I'll go completely dark again I'll close my crown chakra my throat chakra and my third eye chakra and I'll open my low my very lower chakra I'll open my root chakra or base chakra whatever you want to call it and and I just imagine shaking everything off. I just kind of shake and just imagine that everything that I just did, I just shake off. And here's the thing. I do not open any other chakras unless I have, like, work to do. Like, if I'm doing, like, a book or a project or, or you know, something creative, I might open my root chakra, my sacral chakra, and my solar plexus chakra to get that creativity going, but I want grounded. I don't want spirit bothering me while I'm doing it, and, and I'm on a roll. Sometimes Sarah messaged me, and I'll be like, I'm on a roll, girl. <laughs> I'll, have, yeah. I'll, have my, yeah. I'll have my billion citrine bracelet on, and I am doing something. So, you know, but I, I, I am not a big fan, and if you ever take my class, you will know this. I am not a big fan of having all your chakras on at once. And I've, I've heard, I've gotten, I've gotten emails from Reiki people, don't need no more, but I, I get emails from people saying, oh, no, you have to tune and balance your chakras and turn them all on. Here's what happens if, if people with very high consciousness, with very strong psychic abilities, turns all their chakras on. It's like giving me speed and then telling me to run around the house or something. It's like taking speed and running around your house 100,050 times, whatever, and just keep going, keep going until you drop. And that's what it's like for me. It, it makes me, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, it's like that high get everything done. I can clean my house. I can take care of my kids. I can do blah, 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 blah. And you're going 100 miles an hour because you feel so good because all them chakras are open. And then guess what happens? You crash. And then guess what happens? You've got to do it all over again. Open all them chakras, blah, 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 and then crash. It's, it's literally like taking five-hour energy shots five, six times a day and then crashing to where you can barely get out of bed. Me, I'd rather be more in control of what chakras I open and close and what I need them for. So I, I do my chakras 
how I do my day. I wear my jewelry when I'm doing for that day. If I'm going grocery shopping, I open my root chakra and my throat chakra. I might have to talk to somebody. But under no means am I opening up my heart chakra because I do not want people telling me their problems in line. I am not going to open up my sacral or my solar plexus because I don't want to be at the store there to get milk and think of 50,000 things that I could make with this product here. And so I don't, I don't need to know that. I definitely don't need my sacral chakra because I'm not at the store to find a date I'm there to get milk. And, you know, and, and I, I don't open my, any of my upper chakras because I'm not there to talk to spirit. Dang it, my child's waiting on his cereal. So that's how I do my day. So at night I turn on these chakras. During the day I turn on these chakras. If I'm at my computer working, I turn on these chakras. And a lot of people are going, whoo. Girl, that's just a big old mess. That's just that's too much to have to deal with. But, but the more you do it, the more it's just like getting dressed in the morning. You don't even really think about it anymore when you do it so much. And you're more in control of what comes to you and what happens in your life on a daily basis. The decisions are easier to make. The trips to the store aren't so overwhelming. People aren't bothering you with their problems 24-7. And you kind of get a sense of, whew, because I find that if I ignore it, sometimes I ignore it, and I'm like, I am not messing with these chakras. I'm just going to go through my week, do what I need to do, get these readings. And you know what happens by, by Friday night, Sarah will tell you, I hit psychic exhaustion so bad, she won't hear from me for three days. I can't do it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out, I'm out people. I'm tapping out. Tapping out. I'm like, thank you for afraid. I'm tapping out, people. And I can't, I can't do it no more. So I really have to be in control of my chakras daily or I hit, I just, I just, I hit rock bottom. What about you, Sarah? Well, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I totally get what you're saying because it's, that psychic is, exhaustion is not fun and it literally feels like someone just took everything right out of you and you can't recover. Um, so this, this took me a while to, to kind of get, get myself under but I'm a big fan of neutrality. And so just like T says that she goes dark, well, I just imagine everything at neutral. And then I enhance what I want to be using. So I enhance the third eye and the crown. Or if I'm, if I'm you know, with my husband, I enhance my heart. If I'm doing radio shows, I enhance my throat. Um, so similar to you, T, that, you know, you, you kind of focus on, on which ones you want to be really working and jumping at that point in time. And besides that, I just kind of leave everything else neutral and just kind of allow it to be. And that seems to be a lot better because I, I used to get sick a lot. I used to hit rock bottom a lot, and it was all just me not knowing how to deal with my own energy and deal with all of the other energies flying in, too, which was pretty intense. Yeah. So, so you know, next time you guys are like, oh, my God, I feel like my whole day is overwhelming. I feel out of control, and I don't know what to do. Close your eyes. Picture yourself going dark. Only open the chakras you need. And you will find that when you open your eyes, you feel just a little more balanced, you know, because we are all light. We are all made of light and energy, you know, as, as I talk about in my book. So, you know, to control that helps us control our daily lives better. So, you know, pick up my book, Common Sense, 
crystals for the everyday chakra. You can find it on my website at psychictea.com, and that's psychictee.com. And Sarah's website is journeyintoether.com. So thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It went fast, Sarah. How do we do that? I think it's because I talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fun. It's fun. (laughs) It is fun. And, you know, we're just trying to get that knowledge out there, you know. Work with those chakras. Work with those crystals. You know, know, people are like, oh, who's got time for that? But until you really try it, you don't know if it works or not. So, you know, don't be judgmental about it. Just give it a try and see, see if it helps. And if it does help, there you go. So, okay, so our next show I will put up on the Facebook page. I'm not sure when that will be. We both have very hectic lives, but the next one will be the throat chakra. So be watching our Facebook pages. Sarah's is Journey into Ether, and mine, of course, is Psychic Tea on Facebook. Go over there, like, and join our pages, and you'll be able to see when our next show is. So thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight, and get your crystals. Make sure you get your crystals. Everybody needs crystals. So, okay, well, thank you, everybody. And thank, thank you. you. Is there any last words, Sarah? Uh, just find what resonates with you, each and every one of you, because these crystals will support you in every facet of your life. Yes, definitely. Okay, well, thank you, everybody, and everybody have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye.